Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Herb's Hot Takes. I'm Tyler Kern alongside Herb Billings, the VP of Technology Strategy at Datascan. Herb, welcome to the show. This is your show. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I am thrilled to be here with you for the first episode of Herb's Hot Takes. And today we're talking about how inventory accuracy helps boost sales and how it helps that bottom line aspect for retailers. And we're going to dive into all of that today. And so let's start off just with the basic question, Herb. Is there a proven impact on sales by counting more frequently and having that more accurate count? Actually, there is. Um, RFID re retailers have enjoyed this for a while, but um, a, a true uh, study, mm -hmm. an academic study was performed and released in October of 2019 by the Efficient Consumer Response Group. Um, they studied seven retailers, four grocery stores, three apparel retailers. Mm -hmm. When I say four grocery stores, I mean four grocery chains, three apparel retailers. Um, so a total of seven retailers, a million SKUs, 100 stores. So this was a very wide study, uh, a deep study, uh, and they did find that there is a significant impact on sales if you count more often. Um, it's actually increasing your inventory record accuracy that's the benefit. Okay, so there is a relationship then between accuracy and, and sales then, like, like you just pointed out. I suppose the, the next question is then how, how does accuracy impact sales, right? So if we know that there is a relationship, what exactly is impacting how those numbers are, are higher when there is better accuracy? There are several ways. Um, one of the things that is important to understand is that inventory record accuracy, mm -hmm. the, the degree to which your uh, ERP system units match what's really in the store, that degrades over time. So it starts out perfect right after a count, or at least you assume that it does. Uh, and then over time, as people touch the merchandise, as you have store processes that affect the merchandise, receiving, shipping, anything can affect inventory record accuracy. It degrades. Um, as it degrades, let's say that you are increasing a shortage for a particular item. Over time, you will miss the true reorder point. So if your reorder point is when I hit 50, let's go ahead and replenish this store, then you may not know that. You may have been um, at 40 or 30. Mm -hmm. When your ERP hits 50, you reorder it, but now the supply chain cannot get it to you fast enough. Uh, you are out of stock and therefore you're not selling. Um, that's one way to lose sales. Another way to lose sales is to think you have it and you don't. You're actually out of stock. If you're presenting this on a website or in your app for a buy online, pick up in store or curbside service, you run a big risk. It's one of the most dangerous conditions for a retailer. You run a big risk of having to cancel that order because you did not fulfill it. You also run a risk of aggravating that customer such that they don't come back again. Right. Do that twice to me, for, for instance, and I'm, I'm not coming back. Um, so you not only lose the sale, mm -hmm. you potentially lose the sale of other, other items that were in that cart, and then you potentially lose the lifetime value of that customer. 
Because customers have options these days. There are a lot of different places they could go to shop. Um, you know, it's, it's rare that there's a, a customer who says, okay, this is the only place where I can come to find these things. And so if you do burn that bridge with that customer by saying you have something twice and you not actually having it, like you said, you do run the risk of, of losing, the, you know, losing that business for the life of that customer. That's correct. Um, it, it, that's one of the most important things to a retailer. I learned that when we were first digging into inventory record accuracy and how we could help along those lines. Um, I, I mentioned, you know, did all kinds of statistics about how much money was on the table for unknown out of stocks and unknown in stocks. Uh, and the, the person that I was working with at a major retailer here in the U.S. said, we're actually more concerned about whether the customer is satisfied or not. Less concerned about the revenue side of this and how much money we lost on this one sale. That's interesting, that, it, that it's more about that customer experience than it is necessarily about the overall gains or, or losses on that particular. Absolutely. Hmm. That is that is really fascinating. And, and you took me somewhere I wanted to go, and that was talking about online sales, because that's kind of a big and growing aspect of this, and also a, a tricky aspect of this to manage, right, in a place where inventory accuracy really gets put under the microscope. That's absolutely true. Uh, prior to the pandemic and prior to all of the retail shutdown, Omnichannel was becoming really big. Mm -hmm. I at first, honestly, did not understand the whole buy online, pick up in store. Uh, but as I read more about porch pirates and you know people thinking about people who who are living in an apartment or in a dense situation, mm -hmm. um, it is a hassle to have Amazon or a re your favorite retailer ship directly to your door. It may be more convenient for you to actually go pick it up, and it's certainly more secure for you to go pick it up. It also gives you the opportunity, and the retailers love this, to buy something else along with that particular purchase that you must have and you wanted reserved for you. Um, prior to the pandemic, this was becoming very important. The pandemic just fast-forwarded uh, this desire by five, maybe even more years. That's a great point. Uh, we've seen a lot of different ways that the pandemic has accelerated trends that we saw, you know, maybe glimpses of or, or were starting out, and the pandemic really, you know, sped up five years of progress and innovation into five months, really, and, and that's, that's an excellent point. And one of the other things you mentioned was just having that ability to know um, when you have a more accurate count, you know when you hit 50, like you mentioned, and you need to reorder. And, and I wonder if just having that data at your fingertips also just helps refine, you know, your restocking and your, your reordering process a little bit, like you were mentioning. Just uh, having that more uh, granular and accurate view allows you to then be more accurate when you're, when you're, you know, deciding what you need to reorder and that sort of thing. There are a lot of reasons for wanting your inventory record accuracy to be as high as possible. Mm -hmm. um, sales, as we're talking about, are improved. How they are improved is you avoid the unknown out of stocks and the unknown in stock conditions. An unknown out of stock is when your ERP system says you have more than zero. Uh, and as we discussed, you're presenting that for sale on a digital platform, whether it's your app, the website, or whatever. And then you have to aggravate the customer because you don't have it you true up your inventory after you take a count. So now you actually know at that point, I'm out of stock. Mm -hmm. uh, the unknown in stock is one of the situations that is not talked about very much. 
uh, the unknown in stock is when you actually have it, but you don't think you do, so you're not presenting it for digital sale. That's a great point. Prior to the pandemic, it didn't seem to be that big of an issue, but during this pandemic shutdown, when retailers were, you know, their bread and butter was their omni-channel capability, mm -hmm. um, it was a very big deal. They're not able to sell that. It's not like you're walking by uh, looking at a shelf when you're online. You're looking at a digital shelf. You're looking at something that represents what should be on the shelf. Um, back to the brick and mortar experience, one of the big things account can do, uh, especially you know when you are separating your back room count from your sales floor count, you know what's in the back room that's not on the sales floor. Mm -hmm. So you're able to replenish that. Uh, many retailers, that's a very, very big uh, point for brick-and-mortar shopping is to make sure that one of everything is out on the sales floor. I, you know, I hadn't even thought about it from that reverse perspective of, uh, I had always thought if you say you have it and you don't, that's obviously bad. But you're right, it's also bad to say you don't have it when you do because then I'm going to go find it somewhere else, right? Uh, if store A doesn't have it, oh, but I need this thing, I'm going to go to store B and, and get that thing that I need, and you just lost out on a sale, and maybe now I'm a more loyal customer to this other store that had the thing I needed at that moment. That's absolutely it. And, and one more thing that comes from these unknown in stocks, if you're not selling it digitally and you may have it in your back room and not on your sales floor, this becomes a markdown tomorrow. So you lose sales dollars, even if you don't lose the eventual sale of that item, you're going to be selling it for less. Interesting. That is that is particularly fascinating. And I also wanted to touch on analytics here on this episode. Do, do accurate inventory records play any part in retail analytics? We've spoken with many analytics companies, mm -hmm. uh, and in fact, they say that is their biggest challenge is getting accurate inventory records. Uh, the analytics companies do a whole bunch of things, you know, primarily assortment, allocation, pricing, promotion, markdowns. Uh, those types of things, um, and those do rely on accurate inventory records. If you don't have accurate records, then you're going to be making poor decisions about where to move stock, when to mark it down, uh, the pricing. It, it it just it flows through their whole system. That's a that's a really great point. And, and as we start to maybe wrap up this episode here, just looking at the bottom line and looking at the impact of inventory accuracy on sales, um, Herb, do you have any final thoughts, anything that you want to leave our audience with or just uh, final takeaways for people um, as we begin to, to bring, uh, bring this episode to a close? Well, I want to go back to the beginning with that study. Mm -hmm. um, the study was very well done. It, uh, it found a 4 to 8% increase in sales as a result of counting more often. That right there is huge. Yeah. Now, if you don't have RFID, if your counts cost you significant labor as a result of scanning barcodes, um, you may not be able to afford counting everything every week. But this study prescribes a test and outlines how to perform it to determine what your mileage is in counting more often. Um, and what they're saying is, and what they found, was you only have to count the high velocity, high impact items that are most likely to be inaccurate. Hmm. Not everything is going to be inaccurate. A canoe at REI is not necessarily going to be inaccurate. People don't walk out the store with that and they're very obvious. Um, 
but smaller items, cheaper items, uh, very high demand items that might be uh, stolen. These types of things are, you know, fast movers, uh, high sales items for the retailer. Count those more often, and those items uh, were found to have a 14% increase in sales. Wow. So it, it, it's a big impact, and this is something that, that retailers should pay attention to. Gone are the days of trying to count when your inventory stock was lowest. You did that because of the labor involved. You wanted to reduce the amount of labor because you're reducing the amount of items that you're counting. Um, it, it, it's just a, that's what we did for many, many years. Now we have seen retailers change their schedule regardless of how many items they have in the store so that they can prepare for their big selling seasons, whether that's back to school or holiday or what have you. Um, now we are not only seeing the change in schedules, which was happening prior to the pandemic, but we are also seeing change in frequency. So as a result of this renewed interest, well, not renewed, but a significantly increased interest in omnichannel retailing, so goes the increase in interest in inventory record accuracy. And counting more frequently fixes the problems that cause it. It's almost like taking a proactive approach more, than, more so than a reactive approach to inventory accuracy and seeing the benefits that that yields. And I can't think of a single retailer that would turn their nose up at a 4 to 8% sales increase, right? Counting becomes a good investment, not just a, a necessary cost. I think that is a, uh, a great point and a great thing to, uh, to leave people on for this episode of Herb's Hot Takes. The very first one, the very first one. And Herb, you actually have a blog post on this uh, topic as well on datascan.com that people can go and read if they want to get a little bit more granular with some of the information and that sort of thing. Yes, we do. Hit datascan.com slash blog and it should be there. It should be there. So go check out Herb's blog on this as well. It's fantastic stuff. If you're more of the reading type, less so than the listening or watching type, go check out Herb's blog. Also, just go visit datascan.com to stay up to date with the latest in inventory accuracy and check out the solutions that they have there. And stay tuned. We're going to be back soon with another episode of Herb's Hot Takes. You don't want to miss the next one as we talk about the impacts of poor inventory accuracy. So today we talked about how inventory accuracy can really boost and benefit sales. On the next episode, we're going to talk about if you have poor inventory accuracy, here are some of the effects. You don't want to miss that episode. It is coming out shortly. And stay tuned to datascan.com to know when that episode is going to drop. But for my guest today, Herb Billings. Herb, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Tom. We will see you all next time. Thanks for tuning in.